0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio,
1: 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio,
1: 630 Chad.
0: know these guys were irish really arguably the greatest band in uh, modern history i know a bunch of you hate them but big fan dating all the way back to uh, the early 1980s little known fact they played at the u of a like 1980 81 in around that time uh welcome back everybody bob stauffer brendan escott with you happy saint patrick's day I'm going to totally throw a curveball right out of the gate here at our next guest. Uh We will tell you this, Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza is offering curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation at uh, Royal Pizza's The Mediterranean Chicken. All right, here we go. And this is how we roll. We never discuss prior to john shannon our nhl insider coming on the show for legacy heating and cooling what we're going to talk about legacy heating and cooling home with no payments and no interest for one year that's how you build a legacy john how are you
1: i'm great bob so uh, you're telling me you've never met bono
0: uh no have you of
1: course of course really where'd you meet him I did a political event here in Toronto, and he was the guest speaker, and I was in charge of uh, the whole event. And um, before he uh, before he went on stage, we had a little bit of a talk about uh, what he was passionate about. And then he said, would you mind filling my vodka up? And then we did that, and he went on stage and spoke for 25 minutes.
0: Now, what year was this, if you don't mind me asking?
1: I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's got to be 1990. No, no, it's in the 2000s. So 2004, 2005, okay. around there. But
0: oh yeah, no, no. So I mean, I thought everybody had met him. You know? Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, closest, cl- closest I came to him, uh, meeting him was at uh, the. He had a concert in Edmonton. It would have been. I'm thinking it would have been the 2000. 2000- Maybe the summer of 2010, maybe the summer of 2011. Uh wow. okay. And uh, I did not meet him, but he did bring up Gilbert uh, Gilbert Brule. Apparently, he got right. caught he got caught running in a rainstorm in Vancouver, and Gilbert Brule picked him up in his vehicle with him and his security guy, and drove them back to the hotel. And then he told the story on stage, and everybody went, "Wow, Gilbert Brule!" Anyhow, uh, 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 yeah, wow. Well, that, yeah, no, yeah, not as good. As, not, not as good as. Phil up the vodka with them directly. I mean, yeah. my, you know, I have interviewed face to face Gore Downey, as well as Tom Cochran and Sam Roberts. So there's three guys right there. That's that's that's, that's, about as, that's, uh, uh, that's Tom's a
1: good guy, and uh, Tom's a good guy, and uh, uh, Sam. Uh, the last time I saw Sam, we had hired Sam to. Uh, work at the, uh, the 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 first winter classic the one in buffalo as the uh, he was the first intermission uh, uh entertainment uh, for the people at uh, ralph wilson stadium
0: there we go we'll get to buffalo in a second just today is saint patrick's day in your yeah. travels because you've been all over the place is there a specific nhl market that maybe celebrates it the hardest if you know what i mean uh
1: two come to mind boston and chicago Okay. Um, most of them are, uh, you know, if you have if you have St. Patrick's Day off in Boston or Chicago, you better prep yourself for a a, a, a day of rest the next day uh, because uh, it, it, they are fun times. I will tell you the best place that I've ever been for St. Patrick's Day, and you're going to laugh at me, uh, was London, England. We we spent we spent, uh, we spent a, a a trip at this time of year. Uh, gosh, it's got to be uh, 2012 or 13, and we ended up. We ended up at a, a pub in, uh, in London for St. Patrick's Day, and uh, the Guinness float, I can tell you that. It was a great day.
0: We were in Pittsburgh, and Jack Michaels had told us they go hard here. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, it, and they had back, back-to-back back afternoon games. They were playing Montreal uh, Saturday games. So we walked up to the arena, walked up, notice I said up from our hotel, and uh, and then walked back after, and it was like uh, Return of the Living Dead or Night of the Living Dead, walking back from the building, like people were hammered on the streets. And let, me,
1: let me tell you something about Pittsburgh. It's a great town, man. Oh, it is. Place, great people, and they love to have a good time. And, and they, to be honest, they don't need a holiday. They don't need a special day to have a good time in Pittsburgh. It is just one of the great places. I, I mean, if, if you phone me today and said, I'm picking you up in, in 10 minutes, we're going to Pittsburgh, which is a four hour and 20 minute drive from my house, I'd be in the car ready to go.
0: It was like an afternoon game walking back after Montreal. So we're talking like you know 5:30 eastern and there were thousands of people on the street oh, 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 yeah. Ha- yeah. Ha- and i mean hammered like it was it was it was uh the spirits had been flown of that there was little debate buffalo well, let's sh- we're, let's we're-
1: Drinking, we're not nope. condoning it. We're not, cond- and, and please don't drink and drive. No, nope. so I'm, I'm just you. trying to protect you legally, there, Bob.
0: Thank you very much. Legal considerations, while they used to be covered by Lovett LLP, but I, I'm not. I don't even know if Wayne Lovett, and uh, Craig Lupel and the gang are around anymore. So uh, I'll have to. I'll have to call in a favor there. Uh, Buffalo. They fire Ralph Kruger today. Now, the, the word has circulated out from Kevin Adams, Kevin Adams press conference, and he's a first time general manager that he will be looking for an assistant GM. I've asked you this before. Does there come a point where Gary Bettman maybe gets asked or, or Bill Daly sort of in a pseudo advisory role here? Hey, is there anybody you can recommend for one of these positions to assist us out given some of the challenges that Buffalo has gone through here over the last several years, John?
1: Th- you know, believe it or not, I think it's way too early for that. Um, you know, the, the the distress that is going on in Buffalo is still purely on a hockey in a hockey realm. Um, when you buy a franchise, you have the right to run the franchise the way you want, and it, it only becomes an issue when it starts to influence uh, the amount of revenue sharing uh, that goes on. And that's when you'll get a phone call from the commissioner making sure that everything's all right. Um, But at this point, this is strictly on the Pagulas, strictly on Kevin Adams, and and I fully suspect that uh, the assistant general manager will be Jason Carmanos, who uh, Kevin, uh, when Jason Carmanos was with Jim Rutherford and Jason was the assistant general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes, Kevin played there. And they have a they have a strong relationship, and they have had one for uh, for many years.
0: Okay. Um, yesterday, Mike Fuuta was on the show and provided some insight about his conversation uh, with Edmonton Oilers president Bob Nicholson and when the Oilers were in a GM search, and sort of did a little bit of a just said, "Look, look at Edmonton situation. They hired a Hall of Fame general manager and Ken Holland with experience, and they hired a you know." A, A an experienced head coach in Dave Tippett, and you look at Buffalo, and you know they've. Now I'm trying to think of who the general manager was before Kevin Adams. I'm gonna. I'm upset. I've forgotten. Jason Botterill, Botterill, right they hired Jason Botterill first time GM after they hired a first time GM before Tim Murray and they've had uh, Phil Housley though an experienced NHL uh, player but not a guy first time head coach and then replaced him with Ralph Kriger. is there something to be said when you're in challenging markets John of having that experience come in and just settle everything down
1: there's any any question about what the Sabres need to do. Let let me explain one thing for for the listeners. Buffalo is as close to a Canadian market, both physically and mentally, as any U.S. market is in the National Hockey League. Uh, They have a passionate fan base, a knowledgeable fan base, uh, that really appreciates uh, the history of the Sabers, uh, and at the same time, is very demanding. Uh, the frustration that this fan base must be going through right now, and has been going through since, what, a decade, maybe a little longer, uh, maybe even since, uh, the, maybe even since losing to Dallas in 1999. The frustration that this franchise has gone through is palpable even on this side of the great lakes and it's just uh, it, it's something that ownership this is strict, in my opinion this is strictly on ownership and ownership has to do something to create some stability whether that's bringing in uh, an established manager or bringing in a president of hockey operations to hire a manager which i think is the what they should be doing and and, and creating a buffer between ownership and the day-to-day operation of the hockey
0: club yeah it's an interesting one john we we love people have an opinion uh and we saw that this weekend Christopher for basically suggested that uh, you know what the league's got to protect their stars He showed a couple highlights, sequences involving Connor McDavid against Ottawa. I mentioned that Connor had engaged a couple of those players earlier in the shift, and then they came back and, you know, Dadnoff cross-checking McDavid right in front of the Oilers bench. Uh, Norris, after Connor got a piece of Norris, Norris went back at him and gave him a shot. Um, There was a play at the end of the game against Vancouver where he got tackled by Brandon Sutter. I don't like being the guy that... uh, complains about officials and, and, and so Versteeg brought up his perspective it was countered by Kevin Biaxa who said look you got to do what you got to do against him to limit what he can do I'm going to combine it though yesterday TSN reported fighting is up 42% And it's not all to me that it's these teams playing each other all the time. For me, some of it's the players are having to police themselves because some of the calls aren't getting made in the game. Do you see that right now? Should that be a concern for the National Hockey League? What do you think?
1: I'm not a big fighting advocate, so anytime fighting's up, I I, I do have some concern. Uh, that said, I I, I do think, um, unlike a playoff series where there are there are a lot more ramifications, I do think these two and three game sets or in the case of Arizona and St. Louis, seven-game set. Uh, I do think that that has something to do with this. From you know the, the, the famous line of familiarity breeds contempt. I think that's part of it. Uh, let's also remember that uh, as much as there's a contingent of, of hockey players that are playing each other, particularly in this division, it's the same referees all the time, too. It's a small contingent yep. of referees that do all the Canadian games. So there's a bit of issue there. Um, you, you know the, the physical nature of the game right now, and how things are going to get tighter, and it's going to get worse, Bob, as we get closer to the end of the regular season and, and playoff positions start to be decided. Um, that that I, I think we're, you know, the referees are going to have to clamp down some more. Um, and and whether Steve Walcom will send a memo out to say, hey, you got to watch yourself. It, you know, you and I have talked about it countless times, particularly about Connor. <laughs> Connor's biggest issue is that Connor doesn't complain enough. You know, it's a classic play- case of the squeaky wheel. Uh, our friend Mr. Gretzky used to complain a lot. And, and in the end, uh, the, the human nature of, of the, com- the complaints got, got through to the referees. Connor is so fast and so much stronger, I think, than we all realize, that he fights through a lot of this stuff, and people don't think it's a penalty. And particularly when you see it as quickly as he does it, uh, uh, and they only get to see it once. So from that perspective, uh, Connor is the victim of his own success. Do I wish that they called more on Connor? Absolutely. Are there times that he gets treated unfairly? Absolutely. Um, But you know what? As somebody told me one day at Hockey Night in Canada, it's lonely at the top, and that's the price you pay for being the best player in the game sometimes.
0: Now, Mario Lemieux used the phrase garage league uh, to describe the officiating. Uh, I don't recall mario as being as verbose as wayne was early in his career or as Cindy crosby was a guy and remember he got called a whiner early in his career as well and i i concur with you on connor Con, i mean the one who's who's the official from penticton the, the, that uh that's the one guy who got it that does the the officiating cap i yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, that was the one guy he pointed to the scoreboard at, and you know it was tough to get some calls after that. So I just like <laughs> like 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 John. I gotta tell you, I'm with you. I think he's so good, so fast, stronger oh, yeah. than pe- people think. And these these officials are guys that were probably pretty good hockey players themselves when they were younger that weren't quite good enough to you know play at a at an American Hockey League level or you know an NHL level and and it's it's you can't always be in the right position and then how much do you call because you you know you can call you know he's, he is getting you know what I mean like that's the other thing but I I'm, I'm telling you.
1: Hey, Bob, he still draws more penalties than any other player in the league. Does he this he year? He still draws. Yeah. You know, I'd have to, yeah. He, he still does. And, and, you know, I would love one night, just one night, to see Connor blow a gasket. Would you? Just blow a gasket. Oh, yeah. Blow a gasket. And I'm not saying start fighting. I'm saying just get ticked off. I'd love to see it. It it would show a a human aspect to to the greatest player in the game right now, and it would also show a lot of people that said, "Hey, listen, maybe we better rethink how we we've let this get away so much." That's just me. That's uh, and and people who know me know that I like sandpaper. I like confrontation. I think it's important. I think it's important. I think you get things done quicker, and I think that things could be resolved quicker as well. And I think Connor McDavid, if Connor McDavid would stand there and look people in the eye and say hey you're screwing me what are you doing something might happen
0: I tend to concur that's that's the problem this the segment we're agreeing we both like Pittsburgh uh I I also I do think my my guess is the league's well aware that fighting's up over 40 percent do you not agree
1: well, know. I do. I do, and I think I think they're I think they're concerned about it. I, I, I think that that's always going to be a kin case. You know, when when we're we're in a different age in 2021, concussion protocols change things. Um, you know, the guys like Kara that went down, you could see the roll of his eyes, and, and yep. automatically, automatically, the concern came. Yeah, uh, And I just hope that Jujar's uh, uh, better and, and, and healthier uh, sooner than later.
0: Great stuff. John, as always, we appreciate your time, and sorry for interrupting you on your drive to your favorite pub for St. Paddy's Day
1: tell you what uh, bob next time we'll argue about
0: something okay okay great stuff take care john that is john shannon our nhl insider joins us monday and wednesday for legacy heating and cooling home and no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy it is 151 in edmonton let's get to it time for this day in oilers history and uh, back of the 6.30 Chad Studios, we'll tell you that the St. Oilers history is a regular feature on the show, brought to you daily by Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the gang at New West Travel. What do you got? 1985,
1: Wayne Gretzky registers an assist on Mike Nisky's 38th goal of the season to give the great one 1,100 career points in just 464 games, but the Oilers fall 5-4 to the Kings.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. At
1: Great Western Forum.
0: Now, was that the year he got seven in the playoffs against the Kings, or was it in 87? I can't remember. It was one of those years. Uh, hey, a voice. You know what? Uh, Val from the uh, high desert of Northeast Colorado has sent in a text to say, Bob, David Staples saying that referees uh, not officiating properly is disgraceful. He's just being nice, probably thinking on the inside, one of the words i would use for this junk is reprehensible, says Val from the high desert of Northeast Colorado. And I apply that to other teams' stars as well. I am with Chris Versteeg on this one. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's an interesting situation, and a lot of you have got some very um, animated perspectives on it. On the uh, Ashley 5 Floors text line, you can text us 780- 7804960063. Jason from Sangudo. I cannot read that text, but you made me laugh. Thank you very much. You can text us at 7804960063. Uh Bob Don Cherry said it the best. He said you can't let the rats run around. Still need checks and balances in hockey. And he adds, Bouchard needs to draw back in place of Ethan Bear. Uh Ethan Bear has not been anywhere good enough. Um, uh, some would say, you know, Bear's coming off a concussion. You just gotta play through it. Others would say Bouchard's gotta play. Maybe you could play four right shot D at one point as well. Just not sure that's gonna happen. Uh, Bob, what happens if somebody from the Flames dirty hits one of our owners so that we have to step up and fight, uh, or stick up for the team? Well, you know what? If Cassian plays, he's coming off a hand injury that he hurt in a fight. I'm not sure he should necessarily be fighting right away. Guess time will tell in that regard. Uh, Darnell Nurse is too important. I actually had a suggester or a text suggest today that the orders need to cut a Nurse, uh, scratch Nurse for a game. I'm serious. Somebody actually texted the show today to say that. Are you serious? Really? Crazy, crazy stuff. All right, coming up on. 6.30 afternoons. The group defending pastor James Coates says crown prosecutors have agreed to withdraw all but one of the public health offenses against him. And he'll be released without conditions ahead of his trial. Criminal uh, defense lawyer Paul Doroshenko joins Jalen to break down the reasons this may have happened after the 2 o'clock news. It is St. Patrick's Day. If you have a pop somewhere, don't drive. We know that we're better than uh, that, and dealing better with that than ever before. I will tell you that uh, we've got 6:30 chat afternoons tonight uh, up until six o'clock, and then uh, tonight we'll have the pregame. Uh, the face-off show beginning at 6 p.m. from the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. The Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames Puck Drop at 8 p.m. Tomorrow, a review of the game against Calgary and a preview of the, the Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. We'll have Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBras, Kevin Weeks for friends at the Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar, and George LaRock. Again, up next, a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 chat Afternoons with Jalen and I. Have a wonderful Wednesday.